Nothing that can hold back my greatness. And the same goes for you. Welcome to the Defiant Ones Team Podcast, hosted by Kindify. The show starts now. Welcome, guys. Welcome to back to the Defiant Ones Team Podcast. I am your host, Christian Kindify Robinson. And if you are new here, I just want to give you guys a quick brief overview of who we are and what we do. So this is the Defiant Ones Team podcast. It was started from the Defiant Ones Team magazine, which is a magazine for teens by teens created by me and my brother just a year ago. Just a year ago. What we do is we cover the same amazing topics that other magazines do, but so we're talking about entertainment, fashion, news, trends, etc. But what makes us different is it's coming from a teen or youth perspective. So our magazine is literally for teens by teens. And we're talking about things that really you need to know in life. So we're talking about things that schools aren't teaching us. We're talking about financial literacy, creating businesses, sex trafficking, bullying, um, mental health and wellness. I mean, all types of things that truly we aren't learning that we need to know to grow and thrive and succeed. But we're also, we're also sharing the amazing stories of people just like you, of amazing people, young and old, who are going after life and defining who they are, but also defying the odds that are put against them. In life, there are a lot of times society or even sometimes ourselves are told that we can't do something or we can't be someone because of our age, race, gender, etc. That's not true. That is not true. I'm going to tell you right now blatantly. That's not true. You get to define who you are. You get to define who you are. You get to go after your dreams and no one can tell you that you can't. It's your choice and it comes up to you. You have to defy the odds. So that's what we stand for. And we have an incredible guest here with us today who is truly defying the odds. I think it's so cool because she started in one of my most favorite musicals of all time now. She's an amazing actress, sickle cell ambassador and advocate, and so, so much more. I am talking about 
the one and only incredible Miss Lisa Davina Phillip. I want you guys to help me give a warm welcome to Miss Phillip. Hey. Hello. How you doing? I'm that was a beautiful. That was such a beautiful introduction. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm very well. It's evening here. So, you know, it's six o'clock. It's dark. It's cold. You know, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like hibernation time here. Yeah, we're in the East Coast and you're all the way in, you're in Britain, right? Yeah, yeah. London, England. Six hour difference. No, five hour That's... difference. Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. That is crazy. I've never been. How is it down there? I mean, I mean, at the moment, the world is crazy. So so we are in, so they've changed things. So we're in tiers now. And depending on what tier you're in is how severe this, this virus is, how big the numbers are. So London is now in tier three and um, things are closing. So the theaters, which only just opened a couple of weeks ago, I have friends that, um, you know, that are stage actors and actresses and, and are in musicals, and they've now shut that down. They've only literally just opened, so all that has been shut down again. Um, the shops are still open, but I think that's more for retail in terms of it's coming up for Christmas and they want people to spend money. Um, but yeah. pubs and bars are closed. Um, the schools would have closed for Christmas anyway, but it's, it, it is literally people are starting to kind of hibernate it's cold it's dark you know there's a virus out there so yeah, people yeah. are kind of you know just kind of keeping their head low and staying in their bubbles as they call them no i virus is i'm gonna have to be honest about that yeah now i'll tell you a little bit of an echo i'm not sure if i want to speak or not but that's okay all right cool so can you tell us a little bit about yourself Yes, so um, my name is Lisa Davina Phillip. I'm a singer and actress from Britain. And as you said, I play Miss Johnston in Jingle Jangle, The Christmas Journey. And that that's my first movie. So I'm just like mind blown at the moment because the um, the there's been just an avalanche of love. People just love it. People are just, I've been getting letters, emails, um, text messages, phone calls, not just from friends and family, but like perfect strangers are saying how much they love Jingle Jangle. So it's, it feels really beautiful. It feels like um, it's come at the perfect time. This, you know, we need, we need hope and we need inspiration and it, it, you know, it supports the idea of a loving family and believing in yourself. And we need all those things right now. So it feels perfect. Absolutely. 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 But we'll get more into just a little bit. I know that you also do so much more. Um, you're an amazing theatrical actress. So can I ask what projects have you been a part of? Okay, so uh, I mean, I've been acting for uh, 17 years, and I would call myself a jobbing actress. So it's um, it's one of those things, you know, when you pick a career and you do it because you love it, it's not because it's easy, it's because you love it and there is really nothing else you can do. Yeah. So there are times yeah. when it's fantastic, like with Jingle Jangle, and there are other times when I am waiting for my agent to call me, like, how come she hasn't called us three weeks? Where are the auditions? So there are, there are ups and there are downs. So um, my first job out of drama school was The Lion King. That was mm -hmm. another job that just blew me away because I mean I was 23 so I went to drama school a little bit later I was 23 when I came out and um I was a swing so as a swing I had to cover four of the ensemble ladies and I also covered uh, the characters of Shenzi and Rafiki and I was able to get on stage and and perform those roles so it was a fantastic feeling performing in front of like audiences of 
2000 plus, you know, that, that butterfly feeling, especially when you're playing Rafiki because you open the show. Yeah. She's standing on top of that rock going, nothing on ya. You know, the lights come up. There's this, right, right. So that is that feeling. Oh my God, that's so exciting. So that was my first job. Um, I also did uh, Porgy and Bess which they did like a musical version of it. So it wasn't so much opera, it had more dance numbers. Um, um, and they, um, they took away, uh, not the operatic feel, but they wanted to make it more contemporary so people can relate to it. So I went yeah. with uh, Sir Trevor Nunn for that and Clark Peters, that was amazing. And O.T. Fagbenel, that was fantastic. Um, I also did, what have I done? I've done Matilda. Um, I played Mrs. Phelps in Matilda. I've done Ghost the Musical. And what was fantastic about that was we were original cast. Now, I love Whoopi Goldberg. I think she's amazing. She's one of my favorite actresses, especially her comedy skills. It's just second to none. So being able to understudy Odomay Brown and play, um, play that role was fantastic. And we got to meet the writer, Bruce Joel Rubin and Dave Stewart. Um, it, it was just it was just fantastic. I did that for about a year and a half. Um, and I've also done some films, um, some TV stuff. So there's a program over here called Call the Midwife, which is quite popular. Um, I did that and I've done some children's TV. But for me, I think because I started off with theater and, and musicals, that's kind of been my baby. Um, but then in the last, I'd say the last six years, I wanted to do more TV because I'm a mom as well. Yeah. So yeah. I'm doing TV and film allows me to spend more time with my daughter. So, so I, had, I made a conscious choice to do that. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm so sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now, see, when you said um, you get, you know, you have guests on and some are young and some are old, I was in the background going, mm -mm, I ain't old. But yeah. now that you're saying that you're just 17, now that makes, that, that makes me feel old. But it also makes me have more respect for you and what you're doing because, you know, the platform that you're doing and, and all the topics that you're talking about is fantastic. It's what we need right now. And that's, that's why I was so grateful that you asked me to do this. So thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, all those projects that you've been a part of, what would you say has been your favorite either project you've done or experience behind the scenes? My favorite may actually be The Lion King. Um, because I wasn't on stage every day, what I would, what as a swing, what you have to do is just be ready because anything can happen in a show. So, you know, people could trip, people could fall, something could happen, scenery could drop down, and it, but the show has to still go on and it has to seem seamless for the audience. So, as a swing, I have to be present, I have to put my makeup on. And I have to also be in my stage underwear so that I could just run down the stairs and literally throw the costume on and be on stage ready to go. Yeah. So what, yeah. that, what that afforded me was, um, I used to watch the opening of The Lion King almost every performance, but I wouldn't watch the stage, I would watch the audience. I don't know if you've ever seen The Lion King, but much like the cartoon, all the animals start coming out from yeah everywhere down down the sides yeah. up in the balcony and literally people are crying the audience are crying at the beauty of this with the you know with this african south african music and so i would look at the audience and it would make me it would make me just appreciate what i'm doing and where i am and make me just be grateful that 
this is my life. Like, I, this is what I do for a living. Yeah. This is phenomenal. The joy that you can give people just through your art is crazy. So that that was a, that's probably one of the most beautiful experiences that I have, I've had. But I've had a very lucky, you could say, blessed um, career. And I've loved every, every moment has been special and, and beautiful to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you get into character, you're living for someone else. When you're delivering to someone else, it's, it's really unique when you get to see the embodiment that you create. That's not really you, but that you're putting out there. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's that's incredible. But and you work on that, and you you know, especially when you're doing theater, you have maybe two or three or four weeks to work on your part and your role, and you see how it changes from that first day when you work into rehearsal to that opening night. You know, when you're in this costume and you have this makeup and you embody this character, and you can hear the audience behind the curtain, you can hear their little chatter. It's yeah. such a yeah. wonderful feeling. Absolutely, but. But what would you say is the main difference between being on stage and being behind a camera in film? Oh, um, I mean, I would say there's quite a vast difference. Yeah. So, yeah. as I said, being on stage is about being big and, and, and expressing yourself kind of outwardly. So if you manage, imagine you're on stage, there are people right at the back in the top who have you know, who want to enjoy the show just as much as the people who have front row seats. Yeah. So yeah. as as a performer, you have to emote and project so that they can see as well. So everything has to be larger than life. When you're on screen now or performing in front of a camera, it's it's minuscule. Yeah. It's like yeah. this, you know. So um, I mean, this was a huge learning curve for me. So everything means something. So if I raise my eyebrow if I clench my jaw, if I swallow, all those tiny little movements have a whole meaning behind it. Where on stage, that wouldn't read. You wouldn't notice that from on high, yeah. but on, with this little yeah. camera peering at you, you notice everything. I mean, I, I, I also had one moment, one funny moment. Um, so there's, there's a sound guy who has like a boom stick with a, like a microphone at the end. And um, one of Miss Johnston's lines is, um, get out the way! Um, and they just wanted me to get the line clean. We'd already done the scene. They just wanted to hear that line. So for so me with my thespian actor self shouted, get out the way! And he literally took the headphones off his ears, like, what are you doing? You really don't need to be that loud. Like the microphone's right there, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but because I hadn't, you know, film is new to me. So I'm learning as well, you know? So yeah. it, it, yeah. it's, um, I mean, I laugh at it, but it sometimes you have to make mistakes in order to know what to do, you know? But before we do the dangle, I want to um, play a couple clips of you on stage and then you on live TV. I'll warn you that the first clip doesn't have so good of audio, but just to give you an example, here we go.
your piece now. Well, let us get on with our job. Get on with the job. <laughs> right now, it seems to me you lot would have trouble locating your backside with both hands. You do realise that you are giving this guy exactly what he wants. How'd you make that out? Publicity. The only person you're helping is him. I'm speaking up for the victims. God knows the police aren't doing anything to support us. We are doing everything we can. A lot of people come to my group, and right now I'm the only one listening to them. You think that we're not listening? Well, I'm here now. I'm here now listening. Do you want to step inside? No chance. Yeah, I thought not. I won't be hushed up. We have a right to know what's going on. As soon as we have anything concrete to tell you, then we will tell you. Really? Like your offender profiler saying this guy gets his kicks from taunting you? That he's been leaving messages bragging that he's right under your noses? Stuff like that? That is not in the public domain. No kidding. Right, that's enough. <laughs> It's strange. It's strange watching yourself sometimes. <laughs> yeah, when you take a when you take a step back and actually see yourself, it's completely different than when you're in the moment. Absolutely. As in all scenarios. But then sometimes you can be more. You can be critical. You know, like I'm like, why did why did I do that? Why didn't I? How come? Or what? You know, it's, you just have to let it go. Yeah. Just gotta yeah. let it go and walk away. I tell you right now, as a performer, we are always judging ourselves and everything that we do like i'm a um drummer and singer well i know that i can do the things and actor but i'm still hypercritical about everything i do i'm self-conscious self-conscious about literally everything that's just what comes with the, the job i guess yeah 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 i mean you, you have to balance it because there's no harm in looking at yourself and learning from what you've done you know what i mean there's no harm in that but when it becomes you know that 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 voice in your ear that constantly criticised that that's not good. So it's just just finding the right measure, I think. But there's no harm in kind of analysing what you're doing and trying to achieve and to be a bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So I want to get into my favourite thing ever. Literally, I'll tell you right now, I've seen Jingle Jangle six times. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you right now, firsthand. Wow. I am the biggest Jingle Jangle fan there is, okay? Or well, I watched it <laughs> six times. I cry at the end every single time. I'll say it out there for everyone to hear. It is a fantastic movie. It's not tears of sadness. It is tears of joy. The first time I watched the film, the very first time I watched the film, it hit my heart so hard. I was crying for 15 minutes. 15 minutes. And I'm not oh talking about like little wipe your eyes. I mean, sobbing like someone had died. I was crying. Uh, it was so much. It made me so happy. The, the The movie was truly magical and you definitely embodied it and brought so much of it to life. So um, can you tell us a little bit about Jingle Jangle and then we'll show some clips? Yeah, so, I mean, if, for those who haven't seen it yet, um, where have you been? No, it's okay, because, you know, Christmas is not here, and it's a Christmas movie, so there's still time to watch it. It's, okay, so Jingle Jangle is set in Cobbleton, which is a fictional town in England in the late 19th century, and it's about an inventor called Geronicus Jangle, who, when we first meet him, he's at the top of his game. You know, his, his um, store angles and things is filled with customers and his inventions are just 
full of, they say, whimsy and wonder. And then there's there's various things that happen in his life that kind of spiral and take things out of control. And then when um, Forrest Whitaker, be, because it starts off of Justin Cornwall, when Forrest Whitaker becomes Jeronicus Jangle, he's at rock bottom. You know, he's, his, his amazing shop is now a pawn shop. Um, and it isn't till he um, establishes a relationship with his estranged granddaughter, he's played by the wonderful Madeline Mills, that she makes him, she brings his mojo back. She makes him realize the beauty inside himself and that he's still got it. And that um, it brings the family unit back together again. So it's a, it's a really beautifully told um, story about family and love and togetherness and the power of belief and also second chances. You know, you can make mistakes in life, things can go wrong, but don't allow that to define you. You can change, you can make a new. Um, and I think those things really touch me. Um, and, and also knowing even if you have tragedy or sadness in your life or bereavement, you know, you're still here. So you should live, live that life to the fullest for yourself and for the people that have gone before you know so it's a beautiful it's a beautiful and it's for it's for everyone it's for not just for children it's for older people and it's packed full of diverse it's probably the first you know proper christmas classic movie that has an almost entire black cast yes yes you know i think what you know i can love about it so much um it truly is so diverse and the messages that are portrayed inside of the movie, if you really listen, they hit deep. I mean, yeah. the messages portrayed in the movie, the choreography, the music, everything I would have- The costume. Say, it is perfect. I mean- yeah. I, I cried, I cried too. Don't think just because I'm in it, I didn't, you know, I cried too, because when you think about it, yes, I read the script, so I knew what was happening, but you don't know what how they're gonna piece everything together. Yeah. And also, yeah. I only really know the scenes that I'm in. All the other scenes, I have no idea how what they've done with it or how they filmed it. So I cried too. I actually cried for the snowball scene when the when the Afro beats came on and the children started dancing. Yeah. I cried multiple every time I watched that. It just it just overwhelms me. Just the whole joy of the whole joy of that scene, Afro beats in the middle of the 19th century in period costume. Who does that? It just, it's just beautiful. Yes, yes. Absolutely. absolutely. So I wanna show oh, just something even more beautiful, which I didn't know this was how you got casted into the movie. Everybody watch this. <laughs> and uh, we have here a young lady who has uh, uh, Lisa Devine. What do you think of that song? The song is absolutely beautiful. Yeah, what do you think of the mu musical you've been uh, reading with? It's phenomenal. phenomenal. It's just, it's, it's, it's almost otherworldly. Yeah. Um, it's, it's definitely blessed by the ancestors. Yeah. What I mean. if I told you they were going to cast you as a role of Miss Johnson? <laughs> and that you're going to be starring opposite no. Forrest Whitaker, Felicia no. Rashad, Keegan, no. Michael no. Key. No. Yeah, Anika Noni Rose. Oh you're going to be joining the cast. No. Jingle jangle, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I cringe when I look at that because, like, that was that's me, that's really me reacting. Do you know what I mean? I was just like, what, what, what? It was <laughs> just crazy.
great. I'm so grateful. To, I can't, I, I mean, I've told David Tell, but David E. Tell, but I'm so grateful. So many times he said, stop thanking me. Stop <laughs> thanking me. He said, just use this as an opportunity to do great things with your life and make your daughter proud. That's yeah, what he yeah. said to me. That's what you need to do. I know that you're grateful. He knows that I'm grateful. I'm grateful to him. I'm grateful to his wife, Lynn Sissantel. But Netflix, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's amazing. Amazing. Absolutely. I pinch myself, you know? I pinch myself. It's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Just a little scene of you in the movie. Everybody watch this. Oh, you're going to love it. Because you fell down. Don't believe you can pick yourself up again. I suppose if times are tough enough, one will sell just about anything, Jangle. Mrs. Johnson was just expressing my, my affection in the most respectful way I know how. Don't you mind expressing it somewhere over there? Anything for you, Jerry. Love it, <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Can I just say big shout out? to Marisha Wallace, because she is the voice of Miles and Miles. For me, I was just lip syncing for my life, but she <laughs> provided the vocals. I was up doing all the physical stuff. I and mean, when we filmed it, I had to actually sing along to her vocals in order for it to look like authentic, in order for yeah, it to yeah. look, because you know, like when you sing, like the veins in your neck pop out, and, you know, so it, it had to look real, but I mean, she has, an amazing, beautiful voice. And, and we were just, what's fantastic, we've made this character together. So big, big shout out to Marisha. 
Most definitely. For all of you now joining us, this is the Defiant Ones Team Podcast. We are speaking to the amazing actress, Miss Lisa Davina Phillip. This is live on YouTube, Facebook, and going to be available on all streaming platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Anchor, everything like that. So if you're just now joining us, please enjoy the rest of the show. I would highly recommend you go back and watch the beginning because this is definitely one that you want to see. So, Ms. Phillip, can you tell us what is it like or can you run us through a day on set? Yeah, I mean, so I live in London and we were filming in Reading, which is um, about a two hour car drive away. So I'd have a car come and pick me up about five in the morning. Um, that arrive on set about seven. <laughs> Your face. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> you arrive on set about seven. You might grab a quick breakfast and then it's literally into hair and makeup. Um, so I had a wig on, obviously, because there ain't nothing there. So I had a wig on and put the makeup on and then into costume. Um, then you get in one of those, like the golf buggies that take you over to um, a set or to vacation. Yeah, um, and yeah. then we, we literally block the scenes. So, you know, you meet everybody. And on set, there's lots of people. So there are the costume people, the makeup people, the continuity people, the people in charge of all kind of the, the, the props and things, the camera guys. So there's a lot, you know, there could be 30, 40 people around. So, um, so there's, there's, there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we block the scene and then we literally then just film it. Um, and then you film it from various different angles. So, you know, there might be a two shot or there might be another shot where they show your reaction and then they might show Forrest's reaction. Um, so um, for me, it was it was kind of like, OK, there's a lot there's a lot going on. I didn't realize how much goes on, you know, um, just. Lining everything up and making sure everything's in the right place for this particular shot. But, um, you know, I could be on set um, right through until I get home, maybe eight o'clock in the evening. I mean, I was only there, I only had 14 shoot days altogether. So we filmed between May and August, but I was only there for 14 days in that time. So it's quite, quite sporadic. So um, it was quite spaced out. So you need to come with the same energy. You might not have done, you might do the beginning of a scene on Monday, and then you might return to that scene two weeks later, but you still have to come with that same energy and with that same power, you know? So it's, it, 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 it takes a lot. It does. Yeah. It's an amazing experience and a, and, and a fantastic challenge. So I had to drive the um, the, the truck. It's a vintage truck. Um, like you, I had to walk around to get into it because you can't get in on the driver's side. And the wheel is really low. And I mean, I'm a big girl. <laughs> so um, I literally had to slide in to get under the wheel. Um, when I practiced driving the truck, we were in the car park. And it's a normal car park. There were no cars there, so I was driving. When it came time to being on set, I'm now in costume, you know, six layers of costume with these fancy shoes. I cannot feel the pedals. We're on cobbles. <laughs> there are extras crossing the street as I'm trying to drive. I have David telling me, okay, we're gonna change that line. We're gonna give you a new line. I'm like, what? 
and you're like, and I have to drive and I have to not kill anybody. And there are light stands. And then the mic person says, right, can you stop brushing your costume? Because, you know, we're picking it up on mics. So it felt, <laughs> it felt crazy, but you know, I, I didn't cry. <laughs> I didn't cry on this job. I went home, I did self-evaluate, but I was like, you're doing a good job because you can't afford, you can't afford to, to, to have doubt, to have those niggles. You have to know that, you know, you have, I hadn't, I had to tell myself that I have nothing to prove. I am here. I got this job. I'm here. I'm playing the role. I don't have to prove myself anymore. I just have to do it and enjoy it and enjoy doing it, you know? So it was fantastic. It was a real challenge. It was a real challenge, but I loved every minute. That's fascinating. That is fascinating. But it sounds like busier how did you your time schedule i mean can i also add and i have to act opposite academy award winner forrest whitaker yeah. now let's not forget that that's also in my head because i looked through forrest whitaker's imbd and i remember scrolling Scrolling. And scrolling, right? <laughs> I was like, Ooh. and every time I scrolled, the anxiety became more and more deep. I was like, how am I gonna do this? How am I gonna match his presence? Yeah. But he is the most wonderful man. He is so kind and sweet and humble and so softly spoken. I keep saying this, but you have to lean in almost to hear what he's saying because he's so gentle he's a giant but he was wonderful there was one moment when i had to i was bursting inside and i had to say do you know what i'm so happy to be here to be working with you i thought i can't let this moment pass like you know it's nothing i do this every day because it ain't true the truth is i am so happy to be working with this so it was amazing absolutely amazing so i, I just wanted to add that because that was also in my head so please ask me your question again i forgot what your question was Yes, I um, what are you doing or how are you managing your time between everything that you're doing? Um, I mean, it's 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 really not that busy. <laughs> I mean, you see the movie and it looks crazy, but like I said, we filmed for four months, but I was only present filming for 14 days. So in between that time, I was able to fit in um, a radio job and I did a television job as well. I also um, homeschool my daughter. Now, um, I've been homeschooling her for five years. She's um, she's almost 11. So we kind of have a handle and a rhythm on kind of what she does and what she likes and what classes to do. So like I'm a full time mom as well. So um, but I, I managed to juggle everything because I have a good support network in place you know, and, and I'm able to kind of move and shift about and, and able to do everything. But I mean, it's really not that hectic. It's, it's, it's actually, or maybe I make it look cool on the outside, you know, like a little duck under the water, the feet are going like crazy, but they look really graceful on the water. Maybe it's that, I don't know. No, I understand it. So I also understand that you are a sickle cell advocate. Your daughter is a victim of sickle cell. Yes, so um, so I carry the trait, um, and my daughter has full-blown sickle cell, um, HBSS. There are, there are four groups of sickle cell, but HBSS is considered the most severe. Um, we, find, we found out my daughter had sickle cell when she was a newborn baby. They test babies with a little prick on the heel. Um, we found out she had sickle cell, and at the time, I was 
I was beside myself. I was completely distraught. Um, but I've learned to deal with it. I've learned that. I mean, I thought it was a death sentence. I thought, you know, how am I get? How how are we going to cope? Yeah. Um, but yeah. what I've realized is it's a condition that's manageable. So for those of you who don't know, sickle cell is a hereditary blood disorder. Normally, your red blood cells are round and soft and spongy, but with people with well, sickle cell warriors, their, um, their blood cells are shaped like a sickle, like a crescent moon, and they're sticky, and they can get stuck in the blood vessels. And where they get stuck, it can cause swelling and pain. And depending on the severity of the pain, you could end up in hospital on morphine because of this pain. Um, and there are other complications with sickle cell. You know, it can cause stroke, leg ulcers, eye damage, and a list of other diseases that um, um, warriors have to, to deal with. But um, my, my daughter, so when my daughter was about seven, she started asking questions. Why do yeah. I have sickle cell? Why did God give me sickle cell? And if I'm being honest, I, I don't even know if I was ready to answer those questions. I wasn't expecting that level of clarity from her. Yeah. But yeah. I, I managed to say, well, look, we all have something that we have to deal with. We all have our, our cross to bear as such. So um, maybe we can use this as a tool to, to spread awareness, to share with others. And once, once that resonated with her, that's the path that we went on. So we started spreading awareness by making videos. We made little videos on social media. And one of them got picked up by, we have a, um, we call the NHS, which is our healthcare system. One of them got picked up by the NHS. And then my daughter made a video. Um, I was, I play a little puppet and we're teaching people about sickle cell. So we did a little campaign to try and increase more donors from the black community. Because for whatever reason, um, you know, people with black and brown skin don't really want to donate, whether it's blood or whether it's organ parts. But um, people who suffer with sickle cell do better with ethnic, ethnically matched blood. Yeah. So yeah. We're trying to get more, right. So we're trying to get more people to donate blood. And she has her own Instagram page now. And she tells people what's going on in her life. Recently, um, she had keyhole surgery to get her gallbladder removed. So she shared that. And it's really as a way to show young sickle cell warriors that you can do whatever you want, not to be um, not to have the label of sickle cell and let it hold you back. You can you can still live. You can still dream. And um, she's she's also a professional actress. Now, I just want to point out <laughs> it's not me being a pushy mom. It wasn't me. Go, you will be an actor. <laughs> yes. It was she's she. Um, she sees me act, and so it's normalized to her. She comes to auditions with me, and she comes into rehearsals sometimes, so it's normal. But but her 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 advocacy is really to spread more awareness because people just don't know about sickle cell. People haven't heard about it, but now we have platforms, you know, like Facebook and like Twitter and, and you know, all these other things. Then we can do that for ourselves. You don't have to wait for somebody to do it for you. you can, the onus is on you to spread awareness, and that's what we do. Dear sickle cell, you're relentless. I hardly ever get a rest from the pain. But even so, I'm still living my dream of being an actress. Twelve hour day, shooting outside, wind blowing cold, ankles and knees aching. I'm still fighting you. 
Even with you torturing me, I can still spread awareness about you. Encourage others to fight back like the sickle cell warriors we are. Dear sickle cell, you'll never stop me from doing the thing I love. Come. So we have a little visitor. Come and say hello. Come on. <laughs> oh my God. Hi. Hi. You are so brave and so strong. Thank you for going out of your way to make sure that people are aware of sickle cell and the other diseases that are out there. I mean, oh, you are such a brave young girl. Thank you so Thank much. She was really shy. She was like, no, no, I don't want to say hello. <laughs> now she's going to be like, she's not going to get away. Go now. Go. Okay. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely. So hmm. I'm going to switch it around just a little bit. Miss Phillip, what is, I know that you're, <laughs> if you've been active for 17 years and I'm 17, I don't want to say that you're a little bit more. I'll say you're you're more experienced than me. But good choice is, of words, good save. <laughs> what is your dream, or do you believe that you've made it? No, no, I I am living the dream. I think um, I'm I'm still in it. I don't think there ever is you've made it. Not if you're really striving or really seeking. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a firm believer, and you can learn something new every day. So no matter how old you are, you can pick up a book, you can learn something. So to say I've made it. But what, what what's weird is, well, not what's weird. Um, you know, I've done this film. I'm on Netflix. What people are saying to me now is, what's next? What are you doing next? And it's like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. So it's almost like the bar has been raised. There's more pressure. What, what am I doing next, you know? So there is yeah. there is never, you've made it. You're always making it. You're always trying. You're always, you're always doing something. You're always wanting to be challenged. I don't, and hopefully that will, that will never stop because that's, that's the fire in your belly. That's what wakes you up in the morning. If you've already made it, then what's the point, you know what I mean? You gotta keep, yeah. there has to be something that keeps yeah. driving you, that makes you wanna keep striving. So, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm living the dream. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a mother, I'm, 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 I'm an actress. I've, I've wanted to be an actress since the age of 12. And, you know, I'm not gonna tell you how old I am now, but I, you know, I'm past yeah. that and I'm living that dream. I, I remember um, when I was 16, my careers teacher, I went into the room and I was like, she was like, so what, what do you think you want to do, you know, with your future? And I said, I want to be an actress. And she's like, mm, but actors are unemployed and underemployed. And she said, but Lisa, you're very good at languages. So, you know, and at the time I was doing French and Spanish. She said, why don't you join the Latin lunch club? Latin at lunchtime. First of all, she wants me to miss my lunchtime to go to a, to a Latin class. No, I mean, I'm not, I was very polite at school. I had to be because my parents were very strict. But um, so I didn't disrespect her. But inside, I felt like this was my dream. And she like, she just thrown cold water on it, you know. But when I look back on that, I think I needed that. I think I needed her to tell me how difficult it was in order for me to get more, to dig more deeper. 
and to really want this because I now want to do this with the knowledge that I could be unemployed or underemployed, but I'm still going to do it anyway. So that gave me more fire for my belly. Absolutely. It's an amazing quote that um, the fantastic, legendary, motivational speaker, Les Brown said, you're never too young to teach and you're never too old to learn. To learn. You, I, do you know what? I say that. I say that to my daughter all the time because I want her to know I'm still I'm still open. There is no kind of because I think. The way my parents had the setup was, you know, I grew up from it in a different generation where your parents almost want you to be afraid of them. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're this big authoritative figure. And they, my dad used to say to me, I'm always right. Like, dad, how can you always be right? I mean, think about what you're saying. But my dad was adamant, I'm always right. And I guess he meant, you know, this is my house and what I say goes and all of that. But um, I think that approach has made me do the opposite with my daughter. So she knows she can come to me and talk to me and, and I'm prepared to listen and learn from her also. Because, I mean, she's on her own journey with her sickle cell. I don't feel her pain. I can't, you know, as much as it, it, it burns me, you know, because I'm partly responsible for her pain because I gave it to her, but I don't feel that pain. So I have to listen to her when she says to me what's going on in her life or what, how she feels. I need to be aware and open to that. So I love that. I love that quote. Yes. Yeah. You asked yeah. another point. Um, my name kind of defy. I want to explain just what that is for a second. Okay. Um, so. When I was younger, I was bullied basically for being myself. I'm this outgoing, caring kid. And um, I had detriment put upon me to a point where I lost myself. I didn't know who I was, what my dream was, who I wanted to be, anything. And I was unhappy. So I had to decide that I'm not going to stay in this unhappiness. I'm going to rediscover who I am. I'm going to define who I am. I'm going to find my element. An element is a key of life. And I'm not quoting Avatar, uh, water, earth, fire, all these <laughs> things. They make up life. You are your element because you can make up your life. You define who you are. So my name is kind of Phi because I see the word Phi, F-Y-E, mm -hmm. being the best version of oneself. I'm only 17 years old. I only have this much experience, but I still have this much more room to grow. So I'm only partly there. I'm only kind of there. I'm only kind of there. So we well, always, all of us have room to grow. And I do love that you said um, you haven't hit your dream yet because truly, I mean, there's no stopping. The, the possibilities are limitless for every single one of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's no there's no end to it. So, you know, I mean, I'm an actress now, but, you know, I could go into directing or producing or writing or, you know, I may decide to do something completely different. But that's that's OK, too. You can keep defining and redefining yourself. That's yeah. allowed, yeah. you know, and as I said, you're allowed to make mistakes, too, and to learn from them. It's all perfectly fine because it, it makes you. It, it's that experience that grows you and makes you, you know? Most definitely. It takes, a big, it takes a big heart to be saying something like that. So can I ask you, who or what inspires you? 
Um, of course, my daughter inspires me. So, I mean, when you become a parent, or if you choose to become a parent, it's, it's it. As a single person, you live your life. You just do what you want. You go where you want to go. When when you have a little person that relies on you, everything changes because I'm now making decisions that's going to affect her life and her choices and, and where she goes or how she sees herself. Um, so me being a confident woman is going to affect her self-esteem. So I have to, I'm always looking at myself and always working on myself to try and do better and to try and be better yeah. um, and, yes. and just not to be closed. Um, but I, she inspires me because the joy that she has for life, despite all the challenges she faces, despite the, the the pain she feels every day she keeps she keeps going she keeps getting up she keeps she doesn't let it hold her back and i i, I find that phenomenal i find and i i want to be better for her yes, yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. beautiful that's beautiful, that's beautiful. especially when you're especially. Like, I mean, I would, I would go to the doctor. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful thing, and, and you know, it's the other thing of, you know, I look at my daughter, and it's, it's like, I always say she came through me. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, it's, I was just a channel because she, it's, it's a spiritual thing. You know, when you, when people look at babies, like when there's a baby in the room, suddenly everything stops, and it's all eyes on that child because it's like that child comes straight from up there there's just something completely ethereal about that child and they're not doing anything they're just there you know not doing but it's fascinating to watch them do nothing because you you feel that energy from them it's just for no and then it's through the years of being you know on this planet and the stress and the, then then you you're changed you're shaped but we all we have to remember we all come from there and we're all going back there you know, so it's it's like make it count. We're here now. Make it count. You know, we've we've this year. This year has been absolutely crazy. It's it's affected us all in different ways, physically, emotionally, mentally, and and you have to be made of stronger stuff. You know, and you have to be able to hold on to the good things like the love of family to and and it, it's made me appreciate what i have you know having jingle jangle come out this year has been the most phenomenal thing for me because i don't i don't know where i, I genuinely don't know where i would be within myself if i didn't have this this film giving me it's it's almost um i feel like i'm standing tall you know, and just the, the avalanche of love that has come from this film gives me such strength. And it's like having a little candle that I'm able to hold in this corona darkness yeah. that's kind yeah. of keeping keeping me lit so I, I can find my way through this. Because I, I generally believe we're going to find our way through it, but you have to dig deep. It comes from within. You have to dig deep. And whatever it is for you, listening to music, exercising, being with families, spending time, whether you can be with them physically or you can utilize technology now and go on Zoom or go on whatever, you do that, but connect with people. So to keep you going, you know, we're vibrating and we need to keep that energy going. Most definitely. Most definitely.
Very beautiful. Thank you. So, so and I'll tell you, that's something you never take away. I mean, it's 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 not that that's words can't describe that, that kind of feeling. But I mean, you've already gone through that. You're only seventeen, and you've already gone through this transformation of being finding out who you are. Yeah, I think right. that's phenomenal. That's that's like first. That's the first stage, isn't it? Because it's like a butterfly, isn't it? Becoming yeah. who you yeah. are, and still, as you said, you're 17. So there's still so much more depth and breadth to be had. It's mind blowing. It's amazing what you're doing, and you're just 17. I, I'm, I'm blown away by it. Phenomenal. And and it's almost like you needed that. Now you look back on it. Maybe you that you needed that extra push. You needed it to find out who you are. Maybe you wouldn't have be doing what you're doing now if you didn't have that adversity that you had to overcome. It's made you stronger. It's given you steel. You know, it's given you that strength. Most definitely, I feel like the hardest things in life are what make you grow the most. So, I mean, it was a bad thing to be to encounter and i'm not thankful for the situation but i'm thankful for the situation if that makes any sense because that's defined absolutely it's helped me who i've become and of course i'll only keep growing from that and now look right and, and, and one of my amazing friends who's who's also a youth motivational speaker he he made me realize that coming from that uh and i don't mean to talk about myself but now I became a okay. actor, drummer, singer, rapper, dancer, all these different things and social media influencer. But more than that, I've created the five find your element brand. That's my clothing line, as well as an entire magazine and podcast where I'm speaking to millionaires, NFL athletes, people from Disney, Netflix, Ellen. I mean, everywhere, all of these people that, um, that are a part of my brand or that are watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's phenomenal. Phenomenal. And then how who are you gonna influence? You know, how who are you reaching out to? Who's looking at your your life and being inspired by that? And it goes on. It's this 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 whole ripple effect that happens that is phenomenal because it just has this knock-on effect. And and they say like diamonds are formed out of pressure. It's that pressure that makes the diamond. And that's, that's, we have to see ourselves as these diamonds. We need, sometimes we need that pressure. Sometimes we need it to, yeah. to know who we are. Yeah. And I think we're both still going to the way that we're going to achieve. But I Absolutely. Mean, you yourself have already grown so much and have done so much. So uh, we're going to start nearing the end here. What advice would you leave to someone out there who wants to be in a position that you're in, but isn't sure just how to get there? I mean, I, my journey is, is, is my journey, so it's unique. So, you know, I, um, I grew up in the 80s. Um, when I was looking at television, there wasn't that many black and brown faces, but there were two particular shows that really inspired me, which were Desmond's and The Real McCoy. And as when I saw that, I realized, man, I can do this. And so I started off with, I joined a youth group and I was there for about five years. I then went on to university for three years and did a degree in drama and media. 
And then I came out of uni and I still wasn't ready. So I went to drama school. I got a scholarship for drama school and I was there for two years. And then I became an actress, but that's my journey. It's not to say what my journey is gonna be yours. And I mean, I'm in my forties and I've just hit Netflix. You, you know, you might be 18 and be on Netflix. So it's, it's um, I would say, stay true to yourself. Um, if, you, if there's something in your life that gives you joy, that gives you, you know, there's, you just can't do without it, it fills you, then do that and do more of it and surround yourself with people who do that also. So you're completely absorbed in it. Whether it is something creative like acting or writing or, or drawing or whatever it is that you love to do, do it and do more of it and find ways around it. So like now the theaters are closed, so you can't, you know, you can't see physical plays, but that's okay because I've seen people do play readings on Zoom. So there's always, don't, don't let a closed door make you think that you can't do something. You're always gonna come across people in life who don't believe what you believe or believe in you or who wanna put down your dream because maybe it didn't work out for them. So they're not saying it because they want to put you down, but maybe they've had some pain or something in their life and they're actually trying to shield you because they think they're doing a good thing. But but use use that as a springboard. Use every closed door as a way. Next time you can kick it down or you can push it down or you can prise it open. There's There's so many ways about it. So I would say do what you love because it means you're being authentic to yourself. And, and and above all in this world, that authenticity is, is wonderful because you're being true to yourself. And we need that now with so much going on, knowing who you are from the inside out is, 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 is hard because it takes some inner work. Does that make sense? It takes some real scrutinizing, but the joy that you get when you finally kind of um, unfurl is phenomenal. So it's worth taking that time. And we have nothing but time now. Everything's closed, there's nothing to do, nowhere to go. We have nothing but time, but to do that inner work. So do the inner work and find out what you love and keep doing it. Find, connect with people. We have social media now. I didn't have that growing up. Find people on social media that are doing what you're doing, that enjoy what you like and connect with them. Make these connections. And, and trust me, it will just, the, the universe has a way of aligning. Once you even speak it into existence, the universe has a way of putting things in place. So trust that that will happen. As long as you think it, you say it and you do it. Yes. Yes. That spoke to me. That spoke to me. That was, that was beautiful, Miss Philip. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are a true inspiration. I'll say it right now. Miss Johnston and Miss Philip. I mean The thing is you are a true inspiration. I'm looking at you know, you know, I'm I'm twice and change probably your age so so you know but you what you're doing is phenomenal this platform those magazines just come on now so credit so where credit is due so kind thank you so so much you definitely deserve everything that you want in life and uh we want to help you grow and 
share your story. So how can people find contact and book you? <laughs> okay, so um, I mean, I'm on social media, so I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Lisa Davina Phillip. Um, I mean, my agent is Sandra Boyce Management. I'm on IMBD. So I mean, look me up. I'm 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 here. I'm, I'm, no, I mean, I mean, I'm 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 normal. I you know, I'm I'm a I'm approachable. Just come, just send me. People have been sending me messages. Just say hey. Just shout me, say, hey, I'll, I've got time. I will message you back and say, what's up? I mean, I had somebody message me on Facebook that said that his sister passed away in October. And when he heard Miss Johnson's line about the magic isn't in what you've lost, it's in what you still had, he said it hit him as if his sister said those words. And I know it must have taken him a lot to write to write to me to say that, and it meant so much. I took the time to message it back and say, you know what, brother, big respect to you. And I'm I'm so glad that the film is able to touch you in that way because, you know, grief is a whole nother level of feeling. And, you know, he has a whole yeah. journey to go through with that. But if, if just a simple line in a film can move him and can touch him or to give him that moment of, Peace, just that little moment, then I feel like I've done my job. Most definitely. I mean, you're going to continue to improve yourself and my daughter and just be a true inspiration to so many. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> you overcome so much already. And I believe that you are defying the odds yourself. It doesn't matter your age, your race, or anything like that. You are defying the odds. I believe that you are defiant. So I want you to say it loud and proud. If you can, I want you to say who you are, what you do, and I am defiant. My name is Lisa Davina Phillip. I am an actress and singer, and I am defiant. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Thank you so, so much, Miss Phillip. It has been a pleasure. I guarantee you I'm going to be watching Jingle Jangle again tonight. I thank you so, so much for coming on. If you guys enjoy the stories that we're sharing, please like, subscribe, and turn your notifications on to the Defiant Ones Teen Podcast. We're going to let you go. I'm going to talk to the audience a little bit more, but it's been such a pleasure. Thank you, and I so look forward to catching up. Thank you for having me. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Thank you. <laughs> Guys, if you enjoyed that, please like, comment, and subscribe if you're on YouTube or Facebook to the Defiant Ones Teen Podcast and Magazine. We have so much more that we're doing and that we plan to do in the future. We'd like to share the incredible stories of people just like you who are going after their life, defining who they are, and defying the odds that are put against them, that are going after their dreams, and that are making it possible, that say it's true. We have so many incredible stories, people young and old who are doing so much. And we share that on, again, like I said, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you can listen to us, please do. But also go to our website to learn more about us, become a sponsor or advertiser. If you want to purchase a physical or online magazine, all of that is available on our website, defiantonesmag.com. Dot com, as well as you can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Defiant Ones Mag. You can find me, your host, Christian Kindafire Robinson, 
on Instagram and Facebook as well at Kindify. That's K-I-N-D-A-F-Y-E. I mean, we have so much that we're going to be doing. Our latest magazine drop just came out with the incredible singer, Miss Brianna Harper. I would definitely recommend you guys go check that out and get your issue today. We have so much that we're going to be doing and so many more incredible stories we're going to be sharing on the Defiant Ones Team podcast. So definitely make sure that you're following and staying up to date with us. I truly appreciate you all coming on here today. Um, I mean, I think that's all I have for you. I promise you that I will give you all that we can so that you can garner and learn to do all that you can because the possibilities are endless. There is so much that you can do. It doesn't matter the turmoil that you've come against or the supporters that you have. You can go after your dreams. You can defy the odds. So we believe in you. I hope that you guys enjoy that episode. Miss Philip is amazing. If you all haven't seen the movie Jingle Jangle, it is an absolutely fantastic Netflix holiday film that I would definitely recommend you guys get. I told my parents all I want for Christmas is a Jingle Jangle poster. I mean, (laughs) if that doesn't say enough, I don't know what will. But I hope you guys enjoy. Make sure you go follow us and Miss Philip. Keep um, supporting. We thank you all so much for that. But we will see you in the next episode. You guys have an amazing day.